Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Wednesday. It is Wednesday, uh, April 12th. I had to look down for a second. I thought, I mean, considering it says it right on my uh, little run sheet ski here, April 12th. Should have known that right off the rip, but it is April 12th. It is Wednesday. We're coming to you live from Chop Studios right here in Matawan, New Jersey. And of course, as always, it is Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci on over there on the other side of the room. We have ourselves a loaded NBA show because last night we had a lot of significant action within the play-in series. I would like to just quickly pat myself on the back for getting both of my picks right. I said the Hawks would go out there and win a game, and they did that. I said the Lakers would go out there and win a game, and they did that. But they did that in a little bit of a less convincing fashion, so we'll get into both of those games. So we'll start, obviously, in the NBA. There are two teams moving on and have officially solidified themselves as the seventh seed in their respective conferences. First, we'll start with the Hawks, uh, who defeat the Heat 116-105. Chris, I said yesterday, this might have been on the show or in passing, if the Heat were a methodical, slow-down, slow-paced team, that's great for certain scenarios. But the Hawks came out like gangbusters, and they started shooting very well from the floor. Obviously, they cooled off a little bit in the second half, but that first half for the Hawks was very good for them. Yeah, I mean, the the Hawks came out and delivered. Uh, I thought the Heat would play a lot better defensively, but really when teams hit their shots the way the Hawks were, it's not much you could do. Um, especially when your offense doesn't have what it takes to keep up in the in the run and gun type of style, um, I was wrong. <laughs> but I'm a Heat fan, so it's like, of course I was wrong. I'm Listen, good with it. Jimmy Butler came on record yesterday, said, "Look, what you're going to see on Friday was the complete opposite of what we just put out there today." So the Heat still well, live to see another day. Thanks, um, thanks Jimmy. I they'll mean, take I hope, on the winner. So they'll take on the winner of Chicago and Toronto tonight uh, on Friday night. But like the Heat still are alive. They have a potential to grab that eight and final spot. But right now, the Hawks have won their game, insert themselves into the seven seed. Going over some numbers from that game last night, uh, I played three liquid prop bets yesterday, and I was miserable on all of them. Uh, I did hit, or I did try to hit the Trey, uh, Trey Young three pointers. Uh, he hit one. He was set at 2.78, so that didn't play out very well. I actually took his over on the points. I figured, you know what? If Ice Trey Young and the Hawks are going to win the game like I said they would, um, you know, he would have to have himself a game. He's the leader of the team. He only has uh, 25 points. He was set at 25.8, so mm, just missed it by a smidge. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I said, you know what? If the Heat are going to run this game, they're going to rely on their big man underneath. They did for 21 points, but his number was set at 27.65. The big thing here is the Hawks off the bench. 53 points of their 116 off the bench, man. That is huge. When you have depth like that and you can come off the bench and just score points in bunches, they're putting in minutes. I mean, Bay put in 33 minutes. He scored 17. He was he was the, what, the third highest scorer on the Hawks last night. So you're looking at this team. Do they? I mean, we'll preview it more later in the week, but like, do they stack up against Boston? Because that's who they got, and that's who they're drawing now in round one. It's the Boston Celtics, one of the better teams in the NBA, not only just the I Eastern mean, Conference. They might win a game, but maybe two. I doubt it, though. Boston's a very good team, and yeah, there's a, the Heat and the Celtics aren't the same. So no, they are not. They are not. So Trey Young and Atlanta get the job done, um, and they will be playing uh, this weekend against the Plus, I think Boston, right now, Boston's focused because they've been very close. They've been favorites in the East at certain points over the last couple seasons. 
you know, now or never on them. I wonder how long it'll take before that starts to split up if they don't start winning, if they don't get a finals appearance. What, their team? Like, just kind of, yeah, interesting. I mean, NBA free agency is like no other. (laughs) I feel like guys, like, when they leave the face of the earth, they leave the face of the earth. Um, All right, in the later window, we both picked the Lakers yesterday, but I said that the Lakers would go out there and straight dominate this game. And for a little bit, you know, it looked looked promising. Um, But, you know, in every good NBA game, they kept it close. So Minnesota was up six after one. They were up at halftime. It took everything for the Lakers to get back into this one and then take the lead. My biggest flaw of this game was what, I mean, LeBron hits this game-winning shot in regulation, and there was like three seconds left. Was it LeBron or or D'Angelo Russell? It was Russell. He dished it off. Correct. No, no, no. And over, there was a shot that LeBron made. That set up the game a, winner was was Russell though LeBron had to set up before that okay I'm pretty fine. sure but yes fine <laughs> but in any of, yes you're right he did look for you sure it was D'Angelo Russell because yeah. he went he, Russell was very cold from the floor I think he hit I one mean, shot it was maybe one it was that one one, one shot um, in any event um, so right the now. biggest problem I have with this is they hit that game win you know quote game winning shot and then you know you go down the court the Wolves needed three they're down three. What is your defensive stance in that, Chris? Like, what what is if you're the coach of the Lakers or any NBA team or any team in general? Team is down three. They got to go the length of the court to get down there. Stay away. Like, like get no, a hand yeah. in their face, but just stay away. Because Anthony Davis came running at him like a locomotive, and once you're that big, you can't stop. Uh, I don't really have an issue with the foul. Like, I do. Obviously, you don't want to foul in that situation. But imagine if you made the shot. Well, yeah, that would have sucked. But <laughs> right, the way I looked at that, it's like, do you want to give an open shot? If he stood there, trust I, me. If I'm Anthony not saying Davis, I'm not saying give an open shot or an open look. I'm saying like you, ju- you just can't foul in that situation. Now look, it paid off. It's fine. They go to overtime. I mean, they do well. Tough situation to be in. Yes, yeah, for Anthony Davis. But at the same time, I want guys showing effort. If you're gonna, you know, that's that's a mistake. I'm willing to. I'm okay with. Mm. You know, it's not him slamming the ball down and yelling in a ref's face or giving a t- stupid tee, or something that's even more. You know, like that was a big moment. Obviously, you want to avoid the foul, but he he got caught running forward. When you're running forward trying to block a shot, it's not straight up. There's really not much you could do. The ref's calling that almost every time. Yeah, made contact with his hand. He gets to the foul line. Credit to him, though. I mean, in that situation, three straight foul shots to send your team to overtime. Conley, right? Incredible, incredible situation to be in. But, again, they do their thing in overtime. The Lakers are moving on now. The Lakers, uh, I did hit on the over on LeBron James. It was 29.4. I went over on him. He scores 30. I mean, he averages. I, I was just looking at comparable stats the other day. And there's a lot of guys on, on, you know, a lot of talking heads out there that are either pro-LeBron or anti-LeBron. Now, me, I'm indifferent at this point. I, You cannot discredit what this dude is doing at this point of his career. If he's, like, dominating in year 10, you're like, wow, he's great. But then, like, you're so sick of it because he's just dominating the league, you get you get a little hostile towards oh, yeah. LeBron James. year 20. But now we're in year 20, averaging 30 points a game, shooting 50%. They went back and checked, and, like, there's not many people that have done this, if not ever, ever have done this in year 20. He set the tone last night again. He brings his team were, back. How many guys were even in year 20? There were a couple, like, but the problem was when those guys get to year 20, it's like, it's like they're, like, limping off the court, like, thanks for everything. Dirk, 
Uh, there was another one that I uh, that I. But anyway, twenty years in, these guys are like, oh yeah, thanks for everything, guys. What Dude. a what a role player you turned out to be. LeBron James is still one of the best players in the league. The doctors in year that, 20. Were to- that were talking about LeBron's injury, this past injury, said that like they've never seen an injury like th- like this particular injury. This is the fastest they've ever seen anybody heal from it, and they're like shocked. It took three weeks. I so, mean, LeBron's definitely on steroids. I was just going to say this guy, bro. You might want to up the testing policy but in the at NBA. at the same time, maybe he's not. When you put a million dollars a year into your body and Listen, your health. these guys, right. Know, like, I could ha- test for, like, I put zero dollars in. and I, I pay like $30 a, a month for a gym membership. Like a, you know what I mean? I feel like, like a pile of broken glass at this point. <laughs> That's not wrong at all. Uh, but, yeah, like, what we're seeing out of LeBron James is incredible. What he did last night was incredible. He facilitated at the end of the game for the big shot. He's going in there hitting big shots towards the end of the game. He's doing what LeBron James does. And, look, you can hate on it all you want. You can have the age-old debate. Is he the GOAT? Blah, blah, blah. You can have that debate, and you can go one-on-one with Jordan and and talk about that until you're blue in the face. And guess what? Nobody's going to be right. Nobody's going to be right because LeBron right now is the greatest player in the NBA in the last 20 years. In the last 20 years of your life, there's nobody been touched. Nobody could touch LeBron James. When Jordan was in the league, couldn't touch him either. And guess what? That's okay. You're allowed to like both. I know this is crazy. And it's going to be breaking news to some. But LeBron James, what he's done to the NBA is just incredible, especially now. And now the Lakers are headed towards Memphis. That's an incredible series to watch. John Morant, LeBron James, the stars are bright. I'm pumped for that series. Dude. Yeah, when does that one start? Not uh, until the weekend, Saturday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the weekend, this slate is just incredible. So the Friday, yeah. So the games will start on Saturday afternoon. The, the actual playoffs will start. And LeBron does not go. LeBron is actually the matinee on Sunday at 3 o'clock at Memphis. I mean, that's just must-see so we'll, television. We'll, we'll break down that series yeah, yeah, for a sure. little bit more on Friday, but I like the Lakers in that one. I don't <sighs> like them to win it, but I like their chances. Blood in the water, man. That's what we've been saying all week long, or, or two weeks now. And Dylan now, Brooks already talking Who? crap. Who? Dylan Brooks, the... Oh, yeah, I would love, to play, would love to play LeBron in a No, you would not. Ah, no, careful. you would not. Be careful what you wish for there, buddy. Uh, so, anyway, but that's going to be a great series. A team, so they're, they're, they're going to be in it, too. The Wolves get one more chance at it on Friday night uh, to see what they can do. They're going to take on the winner of um, the West. <laughs> so the winner of the, the game we're about to talk about, OKC in New Orleans. So let's do that. Let's talk about tonight's games. Games twos. Games twos. Listen to me. Uh, game twos, the play-ins. Remember, loser goes into the lottery. Congratulations, you get a lottery pick. The winner has to win another game, and that's on Friday night. So we start with Chicago and Toronto. Chicago being the 10th seed, they're visiting Toronto. My first knee-jerk reaction was, is Drake going to be in attendance? Because if that's the case, Chicago by 24. <laughs> like Drake being there always just rubs me the wrong way. Um, um, but yeah. they did win an NBA title with they Drake did. in attendance. They did. I do as long as he's that. not betting on them because of the whole Drake curse. Yeah, you know? it is a curse. Um, anyway, the winner, like I said, played. I think Adesanya broke the Drake curse, by the way. Drake bet on him? Congratulations. You won your minus 375 bet. So whatever the. No. He wasn't favored. Was, he was favored, but it was very it was close. Woo! <laughs> Well, him. All right, got him. Almost had a sneeze there. Um, minus Won't 150. Yeah, wasn't yeah, that big. Huh? Yeah. Okay. He's 0-3 against him going into the fight, and he was still favored. That's, so that's very true. That's very telling. Um, so a couple of the prop bets that I'm going to be playing on this game in particular. DeMar DeRozan set at 22.65. I'm going on the under. Okay? Uh, I think that there's been an emergence 
everybody knows how good Zach Levine has been playing in the second half of the season. So I'm taking the under on DeMar DeRozan, but I will take the over on Fred Van Vliet on his 18.95. So he probably has a good game. But anyway, Toronto has one of the better uh, stoppers underneath. So they're going to be the, the ability for the Bulls to drive today might be difficult. And I say that being uh, being a big detriment to their team is because they're actually one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the NBA is Chicago. So that's two detriments right there. That, that Toronto has a great stopper underneath, and Chicago don't shoot the deep ball very well. So does that kind of recipe for disaster for Toronto to take this one tonight um, in Toronto? I still don't really believe much in Toronto because I don't know enough about them, if I'm just being honest. I like the Bulls because I'm a big Zach Levine fan. I think he has one of the best dunk contests. And – I'm just inserting fanhood here. I don't like the Raptors, and I like the Bulls. Um, I want to see the Bulls in the heat. That's a good matchup for me. Okay. Because they both are like that plug-along, half-court kind of team. That's Friday night. That would be. Yeah, so let's line that one up. I'm going to pick the Bulls just because I want to see it. And honestly, as far as the overs go, I don't like any of the overs. I'll take unders across the board in, in the NBA playoffs. Until unders I, across the board. With these guys, like I don't see DeRozan. He's not taking over. Van Vliet? Eh. I got to see it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not I'm, like I said, I don't know enough about Toronto and how they've played this year. I know that they're not a good team because they're the 10 seed. Well, right? yeah, and Chicago struggled mightily all year round. They haven't had a good point guard. I mean, they, they tried. Like these games, Pat Bev tried to take over. It just wasn't the, working this, out. This game in particular is the one, like yesterday, dope. We got the Lakers, you know. Today, eh, not so dope. I, it is the 9-10s. You know, so, not you know so I mean? dope like, today. I'm not, not so, so excited dope. about these games. I can't fake it. Okay, well. I'm gonna. Pick. I'm excited about the the West Conference game because yeah. I like those two good young teams. I feel like the Bulls and the the Raptors are like there's not much room for improvement for the, what their roster stands at this year. I know the Raptors have some young good talent, but they they play in Canada. I'm playing. The, I'm picking the Raptors because they're the home team. I'm taking the home team tonight. That's the only reason why I'm taking that team. Again, to me, evenly matched, but. There's too many things working against the Bulls right now, and the Bulls are, again, the 10 seed, barely get there, blah, blah, blah. You know the rest is history. So I'll take Toronto tonight uh, to be uh, in that playing game against the um, the Heat on Friday night. Um, all right, moving on to the West Coast. OKC, the number 10 seed, heading on over to New Orleans. Now, it's just crazy to me because how good would this New Orleans team be if Zion was on the court? Zion hasn't sniffed the court since January I saw 3rd. A thing that was like Zion's been sitting courtside since January in some of the ugliest outfits that are no, <laughs> known to man. And for and that reason we're picking. The, okay. They started showing him and I was like well, not wrong, bro. <laughs> Looking like the Hamburglar out there. Yikes. Um so I love Brandon Ingram. I think he's one of my favorite players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They got his over under set at 32. Yeah. 31.39 to be exact. Yeah, so he needs so, 32 to hit it. You think he's going to take over the game? I just got done saying I'm going to take all unders. I'm going to take the over here. <laughs> take Ingram has been an, I just, an like absolute Like I said, it's, it's about star. fun for me. And when it comes to this type of stuff, I probably wouldn't watch the game otherwise. So I'm going to put 30, I'm going to put a little bit on the over and watch Ingram go off. Any hope or any hot, uh, I don't want to say hope or hype, any feeling that a guy like SGA can take over this game for yeah, OKC. Yeah, of course. I mean, young stars, young budding superstars, there's a chance for him to really make a name for himself. I don't know about so much in the playing game, but if they could manage to like squeak in and actually get the eight seed, I would love to see that guy in a playoff series. Same thing with Ingram, though. 
Yeah. Um, the OKC, you talked about the young team. OKC's roster actually has only total 55 games of playoff experience. That is the league low. So they are the youngest team heading into this to this game and this potential playoff run if they so choose to go on a run. I just when I look at you know New Orleans and I see guys like McCollum and Brandon Ingram playing all world to not have that third piece for me. It's like yeah, you might win this game. Correct, you might get to the to the Friday night game, but it's like no matter to me, the winner of this game gets bounced uh, on Friday night. I mean, we'll talk about Friday night when Friday night gets here. But like, I don't, I don't like these these teams could find they could find fire. But if Carl Anthony Towns has himself a game on Friday night, the Wolves could sneak in as that eight when they have to match up against the I mean, winner of this game. it's tough. We're spending the entire week talking about teams that are most likely going to be bounced by the end of next week. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you well, you would think. I want to see. I would like to see. But the Lakers I like for me might make a lot, run. Honestly, it's tough for me to pick one. I like Brandon Ingram because I think that he's just a – I think he's basically Anthony Davis reincarnate in terms of scoring. And the Lakers would be a better team right now if they had Brandon Ingram over Anthony Davis, I think. Yeah, I mean, I agree. So those are the games going down tonight. Obviously, there are going to be only uh, two winners to advance to Friday night. Friday night's going to be uh, very interesting, I think. Um, but in any event, that's the NBA. And I, and again, I, I can't say enough about what this playoffs or how this play, these playoffs are lining up. Just to give you an idea of what's happening right now, the Miami game will go down at 7 o'clock on Friday night, April 14th. And, of course, Minnesota gets the late slot on ESPN 930. Saturday, Brooklyn-Philly, Atlanta, now Boston, New York-Cleveland at 6 o'clock, and, of course, the Warriors in Sacramento. And then on Sunday, there's still games to be played to determine who plays over there. But I'm very, very excited about the NBA playoffs, how this all shook out. I love to see what I saw last night, you know, out of LeBron James and that team. Again, you're talking to a guy, ask Chris, for the entire time we've been talking sports, I've been very hard on LeBron James. He flops, he this, he that. But, like, oh, when yeah, you I mean, see – But so does the rest of the league. Exactly. The league is the league. And when you see this guy do what he does this far in, it's, it's something that we'll never see again. It's like Brady of the NFL. Does anybody play to whatever the hell age Brady is at this point, right? I don't know if there's going to be another LeBron James. I really don't. Maybe not in our lifetime. But the listen. Yeah, definitely not in mine. I mean, kids are getting well, bigger, stronger, faster. I'm near 90 at this point. <laughs> in so NBA it. years, yeah, you're dead. Um, but, you know, kids are getting bigger, stronger, faster. I get it. And I'm sure they're going to come up with, you know, new innovative ways to keep guys healthier and all this, right? There's there's always yeah, advances in science and health and load management and all that stuff. Maybe that does prolong a guy's career, right? But LeBron did it before load management was a thing. They didn't create load management because of LeBron James. And this isn't the LeBron James show. But I'm telling you right now, the 2023 playoffs might, in fact, be the LeBron James show. So we'll see how this all plays out. But you could do us a favor right now as follow us on social media, at TikTok, on Instagram, and, of course, on the Twitter machine, at Mojo, M-O-J-O is the way to do it. And, of course, every day you can join us on the Discord. That is the daily conversation to be had. Any tips or advice that you want about the Mojo app and what you could do with the app and suggestions and new features and this, that, and the third. They're coming up with new innovative ways, like the Liquid Prop Bet, to get you in the game. Every other prop bet you've ever placed on a on another, uh, I don't even want to call it a rival sports book because everybody has their thing. But like when you go to another sports book and you put in that bet, 
you win or you lose, right? And in Mojo, it's different. When you win, you can keep winning and keep winning and then lose, but then keep winning. It's just like it's very, it's up and down, ebbs and flows, just like a basketball game. So have some fun with Mojo for the NBA playoffs. I'm excited about the games tonight. We'll talk about them more tomorrow for Dave Sturcio. Chris Gucci. This has been another episode of, in fact, the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow to break down the game twos of the NBA play-in series.